Hello, and welcome to Message in the Middle with Marianne. We all know that life is hard, right? It's messy, it's unpredictable, but it can be wonderful all at the same time. My hope is that we can take a deep dive into self-development topics and explore life's lessons through book clubs, conversations, and interviews. And together, we can uncover the lessons that others have already learned to help us navigate this crazy, wonderful ride called life. Hello and welcome to Message in the Middle with Marianne. I'm your host, Marianne, and today I'm bringing you a solo episode. It's going to be focused on my dilemma around whether or not to plan for my upcoming vacations. And hopefully, I can illustrate how mindset plays into so many things we do, and how if we're open to change, we can really impact our day-to-day life. So before we get into that, though, I want to take a minute and thank you all for joining me week after week. I want you to know that I truly appreciate you joining me on this journey that I'm on, and I'm thrilled to hear new listeners join in as well. Thank you for being here, and please let me know if there's a topic or question you'd like me to explore. All right, now let's get into today's topic. So I named this episode to plan or not to plan. That's the question. And for some, I get that this may not be a dilemma at all. In fact, I think it's true that for most of us, our default position is one side of the coin or the other. Typically, you either like your trips to be completely planned out in advance, or you don't mind if you're kind of winging it and just going with the flow. And I suspect that if you align more with the spontaneous winging it kind of person, mind chatter and overthinking probably don't even come into play. I know it doesn't for my husband. He hates to plan trips. He's definitely a winging it kind of guy. He could care less if he even has a named destination. He'd be perfectly happy to jump in the car or jump on a plane, just figure it out as he goes. That is so not me though. So if you're like me and you've typically been a planner, I suspect that you'll probably relate to how I've been dealing with mind chatter and overthinking and how that comes into play. In my experience, for example, I've lived almost my whole adult life as the overachieving trip planner. I typically plan every last detail. I'm the girl who has printed itineraries with hour by hour plans. I know when and where we're going, where we're staying, what we're visiting in each location, how much we're spending, what routes we're taking, how much time we're spending at each thing, what restaurants to visit, and on and on and on. I'm not kidding. Every single detail is usually accounted for. And for the most part, that approach has produced some fantastic trips. The challenge is it can also be very, very time-consuming and quite frankly, a little bit exhausting if I'm being honest. The chatter in my head every time I have an upcoming trip can be incessant every time I get a free minute. And sometimes even when I'm doing other things, it can get really noisy in my head. And many of you probably know what I mean, but for those that don't, it's that inner dialogue that starts asking me why I'm not at the computer doing research, why I'm wasting my time? Why haven't I booked lodging yet? 
why I'm sitting around when I haven't even booked lodging yet, found a car, mapped my route, planned activities, found some interesting or recommended restaurants, and on and on and on. And that charter will continue day after day, week after week, until I really go get busy and start working on the plan. The thing is, though, now that I've been reprioritizing my life and using my time differently to make sure I include more downtime, more time for self-care and fun in my life, I really have less and less time that I want to give to sitting at my computer and spending hour on top of hour planning a trip. I just have no desire to waste, quote unquote, waste that time in that way. So therein lies the dilemma to plan or not to plan. So with that backdrop and a couple of trips in front of me, one a quick road trip a couple states away and the other across the country for a wedding and an extended 10-day vacation, I have some decisions to make. Would I take my typical route, the well-worn path of my behavior pattern, and allocate tons of time to plan every little detail in advance? Or should I break that habit loop, be more spontaneous, and get comfortable just rolling with it? Before I answer that, let's look at both options a little closer. Let's start by talking about the approach I have not historically taken, the spontaneous winging it type approach. I think that can be great if it works for your personality. You have to be someone that can roll with the punches, be flexible and adaptable, not really care what you see or what you do, not too hung up on any outcome, just someone that wants to get away, someone that wants to explore with no tie to the specifics. I also think it's a benefit if you don't have things you absolutely have to do in a given time frame. I mean, if you have only, I'm going to make this up, but three days in, you have to see your aunt and you have to pick up something at XYZ, it starts to limit the framework in which you have time to make things happen. But if you have more time and can be flexible and you have the budget to flex up if necessary, I think that could be a fit for a lot of people. That is for my husband. And if that's you, you'll not only benefit from not having had to allocate a ton of time to the advanced planning process, but you're opening yourself up for unexpected adventures. And you're likely going to be able to be more present on the trip and enjoy it, however it unfolds, because you'll have less preset expectations. If you're more inclined to take the other approach, though, the approach I've always taken and you plan all the vacation details in advance, you're probably someone that likes to have some level of control over your outcome. You want to make sure everything is accounted for. You don't want surprises. You want to make sure everybody has the best time. You're a people pleaser. You're probably someone that gets satisfaction out of knowing you're getting the most out of your time and money. If you take that approach and you really plan all the details in advance, it's true that you'll likely feel a little more stress around the planning process and you're going to take a lot of time in advance, but much less stress at the time of the trip because you'll know you've planned for everything and everything's accounted for. You're likely also going to save money by booking early and being able to compare prices. And you'll likely optimize your time by strategically planning the most effective paths to make sure you get the most out of the trip. The downside, in addition to all the planning time that you'll have to allocate, 
is you're probably going to be in your head most of the trip. You're going to be watching the clock, verifying your plans, recalibrating if things get off schedule, and so on. It tends to be something that you're constantly working to stick to throughout the entire trip. So now that I've shared my thought process with you on how I've been really trying to look at this and toss both sides around, understand the pros and cons, and to figure out what's blocking me from taking a new approach and to figure out if there's a way I could compromise and be happy with that, I'm back to my question. Do I stick with my tried and true approach or do I switch it up to plan or not to plan? I mean, that was the question. So as I sat here contemplating that question, I had a thought, what if like all the other areas in my life, I've been working on bringing more balance to, I bring more balance to this area. What if I plan some of the big things like the destination or the flights if they're called for? What if I do some basic research for the area, but then leave a lot of the specifics to unwind as they happen? What if I just create a basic framework and then let the blocks fill in organically? What if I don't know all the answers, but trust that I'll be able to deal with whatever comes up? Haven't I seen that over and over in my life and been able to be flexible, adaptable, been able to come up with solutions? Wouldn't I be able to satisfy my inner dialogue by reminding myself that I made a decision to create a high-level plan and that's it? And if that voice starts talking to me, I just go back to that decision and reaffirm. And wouldn't I be flexing my newish muscle around living in the moment and enjoying the present? I know I've proven time and time again that I can adapt, that I'm flexible. I've seen it in lots of other areas in my life, and I am living more in the present. Isn't it time that I start to bring that to other areas of my life and extend it? And wouldn't it be more fun to be present for the journey and not in my head the whole time, watching the clock and checking my list to make sure we get everything checked off that had been planned for? Undoubtedly, the answer to all of that is yes. So with you all as my witness, I'm choosing to make yet another change in my life and try to find more balance that aligns with the who I am now. I'm deciding that I'll create a high-level plan, I'll book the big ticket items, and a handful of must-dos, but I'm not going to plan every single last detail of this trip or these trips that are coming up. I'm going to be more spontaneous, more go with the flow, and leave lots of room to let the trip unfold instead of orchestrating the whole thing. And hopefully, this is going to allow me to have more fun and be more present and retain most of my time prior to the trip for the things that I value more than sitting at the computer hour on top of hour to build the perfect plan. I don't know if any of this will resonate with all of you, or if you have similar styles of travel planning as I do, but I was thinking about it so much and I thought it's probably a good example to show how you can think through something and how you have to be flexible and open to shift and transform as you shift and you transform. And I think it's a good example of how so many of the areas in our lives cross over into the mindset work. I mean, before I started doing all this and really researching, really understanding mindset, I would have never thought about tying that to trip planning. 
But realizing that that incessant chatter in my head can really be tied to so many things in my life and realizing that I have the ability to shut it down. It's just a choice. And I'm making a choice here now that I'm more aware to look at things differently and to stop the voice, to tell it that I've made a decision, to not keep wavering back and forth and just go forward with the new set plan. I can't promise this new approach will be successful for me, but I feel confident in the fact that I'm giving myself the gift of time before the trips and that I think everything will work out exactly as it should. It always does. I know this. And who knows, if these trips go well, maybe I can convince myself to reframe all the -the over-the-top holiday event planning coming up too. We know from last year's episodes, that's something that I work on, that I also overthink and overplan for those types of things. And I'm working on it. Listen, guys, like all of you, I'm a work in progress. There's so much still to be done, but I am enjoying this journey, and I hope you are too. Take care, guys, and listen, if this resonates with you, let me know, shoot me a message, or like I said at the top of the podcast, if there's anything you'd like me to chat about, any questions you have for me, shoot me a DM. I'd love to be able to answer them for you. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this episode of Message in the Middle with Marianne. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to share it and write a review as it helps bring new listeners to our audience. If you'd like to keep the conversation going between episodes, please join us at Facebook group Message in the Middle with Marianne.